So uh, there's pens on, on the tables and there's some paper. Um, everybody will need one of these. So please get one of your jars. Um, we'll start the sermon now anyway, so you can put in there. Okay, my, my, my question to us this morning as we come around the word is, are we filled up and ready? You might then ask me, filled up with what? You might say, ready for what? Um, Proverbs 23 verse 1 says this, when you sit down to eat with, a, with someone, consider carefully what is before you. Consider what you're going to eat. You know, there's a saying that says we are what we eat. And I guess if you ate donuts all day, you probably end up looking like a donut. Um, there was an experiment, I can't remember the name of the gentleman, but he created a film about it where he only ate McDonald's for a month. I won't go into the stories that belong to that. But the point I'm making is we need to think about what we eat. And that's not just a physical thing. That's also a spiritual thing. It's also about what we consume with our eyes. What, do we, what, what goes in? Because what goes in comes out. And um, I guess with that in mind, James 1 verse 4 says this, But let patience have its perfect work, that you may be perfect and completely lack nothing. Why am I trying to illustrate with the children a bit of patience? We saw the evidence of, of patience. We saw the, the kinds of things that uh, the children try to do to not eat. And I loved it when the two boys were in the video and they were going, oh, it smells great. Oh, that was just, just interesting how different people can tempt other people and encourage other people. So why am I talking about us being filled and being filled with what? Um, I'm going to use a video illustration now about um, a jar. Watch the video and then I will add to it. This is your life. Looks pretty full, doesn't it? That's because it is. It's full of all the things you'd be incomplete without. Love, family, food, water, health, your parents, your passions. With all of these things, you could have nothing else and still lead a full life. But even with all of this, you'll still have some space to fit more things. Smaller things. This is your job, your car, your house, money. Things that are still important. But if you took them all away, your life would still be full. If you're watching this video, that means you're lucky enough to have at least some of these things. But if you're really lucky, and many of us are, you'll still have some space left over. These are the really small things. Watching a movie, playing a video game, sports, ice cream. Things that make your life that little bit nicer, but things that are really just trivial in the end. If you wanted, you could try to put these things first. Wasting your time in front of the television or the computer, playing games, or whatever it might be. You could follow it up with the material things. Money, cars, houses, clothes, but then when it comes time to try to fit in all the important things, you run out of space. Some things will have to be left out, and nobody wants that. So keep that in mind as you go through life. Put the really important things first, and then find space for the rest. If you run out, it really won't matter anyways. It's just the small stuff.
step even further and say, is there room in that jar? Is there any more room in that jar? Having put the golf balls in, having put the stones in, having put the seeds in, is there more room? What, what else could we get? We couldn't get any more golf balls in. We couldn't get any more stones in. We couldn't, probably couldn't get any more seeds in. What about water or oil? And so I was then thinking, okay, actually you can fill it up again with the oil of the Holy Spirit. With, with, with oil as an illustration. And that would seep into every part and influence every piece. And so why have I given you a jar? Well, I'd like you, as, as I'm sharing this morning, to maybe draw some golf balls or rocks or whatever you want to and decide what the important things are to you. Just put them in your jar. I'm not going to ask you to share it. I'm just, this is just an exercise as we journey through the word today. Philippians 2, starting at verse 12, says this. Work out your salvation with fear and trembling, for it is God who works in you both to will and to do for his good pleasure. Work it out. Get on with it. Do something. And I, church, I want to encourage us that as we think about what goes in, we also think about what we do with what God's doing in us. And we will be open to his spirit and open to his ways and open to his thoughts. To be filled and filled again and filled to overflowing. What good things could we put in? Let's look at Philippians chapter 4, beginning at verse 8. Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are good, of good report, if there is any virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. And these things you have learned and received and heard and saw in me, you also saw on the God of peace who will be with you. Meditate on these things and share them. Now, I mean, some of, the, some of the golf balls, the rocks you're probably putting into your jar are things like love and peace. Some of the fruits of the Spirit, some of the gifts of the Spirit, patience. Boy, do we all need patience. We even heard evidence of that as the service started. Obviously, somebody was in a hurry and the horn was going. Because if we've got it, then we can share it. And we live in a world that encourages people to be looking at ourselves, thinking about ourselves and what we can do. And this morning, I want to get beyond ourselves. Because sometimes we'll hold on to something because we think, what happens if we run out in the marshmallow test? Well, what happens if I get to the end of that? But what, what happens if the person comes back and doesn't give me that second marshmallow? I've wasted all that time when I could have been eating the first one. But I want to encourage us to think about sharing. Sharing with others. Sharing with others the good things that God has given us. Sharing with others the good things that he has for us. Sharing with others that which we have. And so my second video in the sermon this morning is from a, a game show called Golden Balls. Does anybody remember that? It was hosted by a gentleman called Jasper Carrot. Um, and, okay, this is the way it works. You, and I want you to understand why I'm showing this. This is not about money. This really isn't about money. But they've got to the end of the game, and there's two of them competing, and they can win all the money or they can share it. So I'm going to let Jasper explain a little bit about what's going on here, 
I'm going to pause the video. I'm going to ask you a question, um, and then we'll come back to the video again. Okay. This is serious, life-changing money. Your jackpot today is 100,000, You have one final decision to make. Easy decision. We're now going to play Split or Steal. I know you're the last two people in the country I have to explain this to. But you have two final golden balls. You each have a golden ball with the word split written inside. You each have a golden ball with the word steal written inside. You will make a conscious choice of choosing the split or the steal ball. If you both choose the split ball, you split today's jackpot of £100,150 and you go home with £50,075. one of you splits and one of you steals, whoever chooses the steel ball will go home with £100,150. And the person who chooses the split ball goes home with nothing. If you both choose the steel ball, you go home with nothing. Okay. Before I ask you to choose, I want you to look at your two golden balls and make sure you know which is the split ball and which is the steel ball. This is very important. Make sure you don't show each other. Before I ask you to choose, I think you have some talking to do to each other. Stephen, I just hope they weren't puppy dog tears and they were real tears and you were genuinely going to split that one. I am going to split this. Fifty thousand. Um, I'm just. Um, it's unbelievable. I'm very, very happy to go on with fifty thousand. If I stole off you, every single person there would run over you and lynch me. There was no way I could. I mean, everyone who knew me would just be disgusted if I stole. When when people watch this, they're not going to believe it. Please. I can look you not? in the Sarah. I can look you straight in the eye and tell you I am going to split. I swear down to you. I am going to split. Okay. This is serious money. Okay. Here's the anticipation bit more. What do you think is going to happen? Just maybe you've got a pen and you've got in the corner of your jar, write down what you think he's going to pick. Write down what you think she's going to pick. Do you understand if they both pick the steel ball, then they go home with nothing. If they both choose the split ball, they go home with 50 50. If one of them chooses steel and one of them chooses split, then the person who chose steel gets everything. This is about sharing. This is about greed. This is about an attitude. So just write down in the corner of your piece of paper what you think he was going to choose and what she's going to choose. Do you want to know the answer? Yes. Okay. This, Sarah. Steve, choose either the split or the steel ball now. Hold it up. We're going on with 50 grand each. I promise you that. Split or steel?
You never know what's coming in this game. Congratulations, Sarah. You have just won 100,150 pounds. Stephen, I'm so sorry. Commiserations, you've lost. Okay. So, an unfamiliar feeling for one of you, but a horribly familiar feeling for the other. This has been Golden Balls. Until next time, goodbye. Golden Balls has taught me that some people look for revenge quite easily. And greed obviously knows no bounds. When Sarah revealed the split ball, I wasn't proud. I didn't feel happy about what I'd done, but having been stabbed in the back last time, I just couldn't put myself through it again. in the back last time. I was never going to let that happen to me again. Do you know what? I think this is a true statement. Hurt, hurting people hurt people. We've probably all been on the back end of somebody saying something, you know, maybe, maybe somebody saying, what? somebody shouting at us. And we go, why are you shouting at me? And actually the reason they're shouting at you is because they've just come off the back of an argument with somebody else. You know, hurting people hurt people. And I'm not celebrating this in terms of saying this is the way we should think. I'm just setting this up and saying, look, this is the way the world thinks. Me, me, me. Actually, they, they, could, have, you know, they could have both been £50,000 better off. And think about all the things that we have that we could share, but sometimes we don't. He put it in, in words there, Stephen. He said, greed knows no bounds. Philippians chapter 4, beginning at verse 10 now. But I rejoiced in the Lord greatly, now is your last care, that we have flourished again. Through surely you did not lack, but you cared opportunity. Not that I speak in regard to whatever you have. I'm on the wrong one, aren't I? What one did I put up there? Yes. Okay, verse 13. Verse 13. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Everywhere and all things I have learned both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. Jesus encouraged us as he encouraged the disciples in Luke chapter 6, verse 38. Give and it will be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. Give, and it will be given to you. Let me pray. Father God, thank you that you give us so much. Thank you that you have so much for us. Father, help us to seek the things that are important. Father, help us to fill our lives with the good things. And Father, help us to give them away too. Lord, we'll have room for more. You can fill us again and again and again. Press down and running over in all its fullness. And so, Father, we pray that you give us your gifts patience, of love, of peace, of hope, of joy, of long-suffering, of self-control. And the Father would use those gifts for your glory, sharing with others 
as you have so liberally shared with us. In Jesus' name. Amen. So children, how did you do? Have they still got two chocolates left? Okay, um, just before, what do you want to do, Elizabeth? Okay, yeah, yeah, great, okay. 